0: shady grove radio episode number 38 coming up tonight
1: we do have some women who are actually homeless they don't have anywhere to turn they don't have insurance they don't have family
0: i'm a bit surprised at the age group that you serve there
1: most people think about a very young girl and that's not necessarily the case They need some help to be able to have the resources. Our main goal is sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with these women and men who come through our door
0: Hello and welcome to Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins. This is a podcast where we give you something you can't find anywhere else, the ministry of Shady Grove Wesleyan Church. On the line with me now is Diana Andrews. She is the executive director of Reach Out Pregnancy Center. In the month of January, a lot of churches, a lot of organizations focus on what we can do to help pregnant women who have questions or concerns or maybe it's a surprise. What do you do at the Pregnancy Center?
1: Well, at Reach Out. We invite women to come in for a free confidential pregnancy test. They can come without an appointment, without any ID or anything, and just come in and get a pregnancy test, and then we go from there. We ask them some questions about what they intend to do, if the results are positive or negative, and we do some coaching. With them.
0: I, I think of teenagers when I think of a pregnancy center and the women who would respond to that. Who are your Who are the people that come see you?
1: Most of our women are between the ages of twenty three to thirty. till we have. A wide variety of ages. Very few of them are actually teenagers. Most are women who are either working or working part time here in our community and they have families sometimes. Sometimes it's their first child, but Probably the majority of the women we see are in their late 20s with children, and this is just an unplanned pregnancy, and they need some help. They need someone to come alongside. They need a group of people to come alongside and help them um, to be able to have the resources to carry the baby
0: to full term. What are they looking for when they come see you? What What are they hoping to find? I guess they're hoping to find out that they're not really pregnant maybe but
1: sometimes sometimes they're hoping that they're not sometimes they're hoping that they actually are pregnant um, and we get to congratulate them and um, rejoice with them that this new life is going to be coming into the world but many are surprised and it is an unplanned situation they're They have no resources. Um, We do have some women who are actually homeless that come in, and they don't have anywhere to turn. They don't have insurance. They don't have family. They don't even have a place to live. Those women are looking for the basics, the very basics, of the things that the baby will need, even things that they will need throughout their pregnancy. We have maternity clothes. We have items to help them to be able to carry the babies. They're looking for support. They're also looking for education. We offer educational classes. We offer classes on their pregnancy and throughout their pregnancy, parenting, discipleship, life skills. They, they really want to know how to be a good parent. There isn't anyone that comes in that says, Oh, I don't want to do a good job at this. Everybody wants to do a good job. They want to carry their baby and deliver a healthy baby and then raise their baby if that's their choice to do so, and they want to do it well. So we offer classes and coaching. Probably our biggest ministry is coming alongside of women, no matter what the circumstances are in their life, to be able to support them, and not only support them through prayer and education, but through giving them baby clothes, strollers, car seats, and things that they can earn by coming into the classes that we offer.
0: I'm a bit surprised at the age group you told me you serve there.
1: That is surprising because most people think about a very young girl, probably afraid. And that's not necessarily the case with what we're facing today. We're facing women who may already have children. Recently, I had mom come in who had four children already, and she was married, a beautiful young woman and beautiful children, but she did not want to be pregnant. And she was very overwhelmed with the idea that she she would be raising a fifth child into her family. And she was facing a very tough decision. She was not sure that she was going to be able to handle another child, another mouth to feed. They were on a limited budget with COVID. Her husband had lost his job. She did not want to tell him that she was pregnant. She wanted to keep it a secret, and she wanted it to go away. And this was a sweet and beautiful woman who I was able to pray with, and talk to and allow her to open up to me and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and minister to her heart and take that fear away and say that he was going to be with her and he was going to help her and this baby was was by his design. And when she left, she was very encouraged, very hopeful. It was a real joy to be able to see that transformation from when she came in to when she left.
0: And so many of the women that come see you already have children. What about the first-time pregnancy or the the woman who doesn't have any children? How often do you see that, maybe the younger person?
1: So a woman in her early 20s came in recently with a boyfriend. They had been seeing each other for quite a while. They were in a committed relationship. They were not sure what they wanted to do as far as if she was pregnant, the decisions that needed to be made, but they were here together. He was very supportive of her, but this was a first time pregnancy. As they went through the process and we found out that indeed she was pregnant, he began to comfort her and come closer to her on the couch and said that he really wanted to keep the babies. Even though they weren't married, they were deciding together that this was something that they wanted to do and that through the support that the center offers through material things, classes, that they could do this. That's not always the case. Many times someone will come in and it will be their first pregnancy and they don't have any support at all. Not the support of a friend or a boyfriend, or a husband, or a parent, they're very much alone. We're really their only hope as far as helping them to keep the baby. The Lord allows us to be able to not only coach them and pray with them and tell them how much God loves them, which is the most important thing that we can do, but He allows us the resources to be able to say, you know, it's going to be okay because we're here to help you. And you're not alone in this. And just that little bit is such a hope. We just give that hope to women and that they're not alone because they walk through the door and they feel completely alone and completely overwhelmed.
0: It's interesting to me you said that boyfriend came in with his girlfriend because Mm -hmm. I don't know how often you see that.
1: We tend to see the women alone first. It is somewhat rare that the boyfriend or husband would come in. Usually it's a boyfriend but when they do come in they are here because they they usually want to be here and they want to be supportive and they want the child as well. And it's a huge, huge sport to the girl and it can make all the difference.
0: How do the men react or how do the boyfriends react during this conversation?
1: They're usually pretty quiet. They don't have a lot to say. They let her do the talking and just kind of sit and absorb the whole situation because it's pretty foreign to them. They don't really understand what's going on or how she's feeling and kind of take the cues from the girlfriend. If they're here, they're here because they're being supportive. It's the ones that don't come. Maybe he could come to a class and try and get him to be more supportive.
0: Tell me about another person who came to see you that stands out in your mind.
1: Well, one of the women that comes in, I'll call her Lisa and her little girl, Chloe. Those are not her name, their names. They stand out to me because Lisa is homeless and she goes in and out of hotel-type situations, and she has a little girl, Chloe, who's only one and a half. It is heart-wrenching because when they come in, they literally have nothing except what we have given them. One day, Lisa came in and said, do you just have some clothes I could wear? We said, well, we only have maternity clothes. She said, well, I'll wear anything. What do you have? And she looked through our maternity clothes and picked out some things just so she could have some things to wear. Chloe is precious. She's living in such an unstable situation. We hate to see mothers and and especially children in that situation. Those are the women that you don't hear a lot about that have absolutely no resources. Lisa suffers from some mental illness. We're not counselors. We're coaches but we can certainly pray with her and love on her and give her hope for her situation and do what we can.
0: Do you have people that come back a second or third time?
1: Absolutely. We have people who come in somewhat regularly. Our policy is to do emergency needs for anyone that asks at least 3 times a year. So anyone that comes in that says I have a need, I ha- I don't have I need some clothes for my 1-year-old and I need a car seat, we will happily give them that, our diapers, wipes, formula. We give all that for free, and we do that at least up to three times a year for our clients just because we need to have some kind of cap on that. But we do make exceptions, of course. Um, certainly, Lisa and Chloe have been an exception to that rule because they're, they have greater need. We have the diapers, so we, we meet the need. And the Lord provides. Our main goal is sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with these women and men who come through our door. And we do pray over them, everyone who comes and everyone who uh, the Lord brings to us. We pray with them. We believe that that it's a divine appointment, that God has brought them here, and that we are um, to share his love with them. As
0: you you went through that list of items... I mean, in the back of my mind, I mean, I, I do hear a cash register ringing, and, and that's that stuff's expensive. That's a lot of money to, to get that much stuff.
1: We are completely funded by the community. We are not owned by any particular or run by any particular church in the community. We have a board of directors that is a variety of denominations. We are supported through the churches and through individuals and through companies who choose to support us. We are a 5013C, and we depend on donations of not only material goods, but of course, um, monetary donations as well. So those are the kind of things that help to keep the doors open so that we can do the pregnancy test. Really, my job is, it's executive director, but it's really a distributor uh, and receiver of blessings. I'm constantly getting blessings from people. They bring in diapers and strollers. Today I walked in, there was a, two bags of clothes and diapers and a, and a used stroller that just needed a little wiping down. I got to put that in the back. Tomorrow, perhaps, someone will come in and they'll say, we need a stroller, and we have it.
0: And I know you're located in Sanford, North Carolina, but that doesn't mean yes. people at Shady Grove can't help. So Absolutely. How, how would someone contact you? How can they make uh, contact with you?
1: Well, we have a website, and our website is reachoutcpc.com. We also have a Facebook page at Pregnancy Center, Sanford, North Carolina. We are located at 403 Carthage Street in Sanford. Our phone number, if anyone would be interested in calling, is 919 292 2657, and we are here 10 to 3 Monday, Friday. We do other things by appointment. We also speak at churches. We do fundraising events. One of our biggest ones is a baby bottle drive where churches take a couple hundred baby bottles and they pass them out throughout the congregation, and then they have a return date and they return it full of change or dollar bills or a check or whatever they want to put in the baby bottles. And a baby bottle drive is one of our biggest ways that we get churches to get the whole congregation to support us. Many people like to throw baby showers for the women at the center. And so they'll throw a baby shower with the babies here in mind, and then they'll have us come and, and pick up the items.
0: Thank you, Diana Andrews. Reach Out Pregnancy Center in Sanford, North Carolina doing uh, a lot of hands and feet of Christ work. Thank you. That's all we have time for on Shady Grove Radio, episode number 38. Thank you for joining us, and thank you to Chris Garman and Tanisha Patrick for their help on these Shady Grove Radio episodes. I'm Dan Loggins. Stay positive and test negative, and have a great evening. thank you for joining us today on Shady Grove Radio. I'm Dan Loggins, and if you have any questions about anything you heard on Shady Grove Radio today, send me an email, dan at shadygroveradio.com, dan at shadygroveradio.com.